Happy Halloween, y'all! We hope you're getting ready to make Halloween awesome for the kids in your neighborhood. Because if you don't, you're in, like, Al-Qaeda or something. This week, you're going to find out what Trunk or Treat is and why it's stupid. Hear about how Pitney sees dead people? And learn why witches ride broomsticks. You know there's still great all-the-horror content being posted every day this October, right? Did you hear us on One Giant Leap for Geeks talking about Blackula? We're linking to it in the show notes. Don't forget to follow hashtag AllTheHorror on Twitter to get all the latest details. so much going on. Oh my god. With travels and the Pagan Festival. Yeah. And dealing, trying to figure out when my move is going to happen. And I've already yeah, started... Yeah, is, is potentially moving back to California. Yeah. Possibly in a month or yeah. two. Yeah. And I've already started getting rid of stuff. Right. Because, you know, I had people over for my birthday and it was like, look at all these old Tupperwares. Take them home. Yeah. Yeah, come over for my birthday and leave with a box full of Look crap. Look at these bowls that I'm not <laughs> taking with me. Take them home. Oh, my God. So I got rid of a lot of stuff. Oh, and, yeah. Um, so, and, and it's not like you have trick-or-treaters or yeah, anything. Yeah, and I've already so. sold the washer. I mean, really? it's still there. But someone's going to. But I have the money for it. They already paid it. They, they want, I want oh this my washer. God. We're going to pay you now. And just let me know when it, you're ready. That's so. exciting. I sold the toaster oven. <laughs> I sold the microwave. Aww. Because it's like, yeah, you guys want this and give me money for it? Take it. And you're basically can, moving into a place that already has yeah. everything, so you don't need yeah, a second microwave. Yeah, I can deal with not having that stuff for a month or two. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. fine. Because yeah. how many years did I go not having a microwave just because oh my God. it was a point of pride for me to not have one? You could boil water on the stove like a yeah, normal person. Yeah, I finally gave in and bought one. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> I think it was on sale for like, you know, $50 at Target. So I was like, oh, what the hell, I'll buy a microwave. And you it know? was like small enough that it's not like a thing that's yeah. going to take up half your counter space and shit like that. Yeah, but anyway, this year, no decorations. Yeah. For me, and I just have no plans to do anything for Halloween because I just, yeah, I just don't have the time and it's so not in my... You gonna do? You gonna My have? Radar. You gonna do a quickie, small, intimate Samhain ritual at your place? Uh, maybe. It'll be, but it'll, yeah. it'll potentially be the last one you have yeah. there. So I think you should. And I, I can see myself do doing that. Oh yeah. 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 But as far as like doing anything big, it's not gonna happen this year. Right. Now Samhain, it actually falls right on Halloween, right? Yeah, it's technically November one. Right. But yeah. Right. But I could see myself yeah. doing something. Oh, you know? sure. Well, yeah, I guess because you're doing it late at night, and so you're basically bringing Samhain in. Yeah. But, yeah. That's so right. we'll see.
the horror is coming. The horror of not having enough time to write. The horror of running out of snacks. Oh, wait, that's just our daily life. But in October, 31 days of horror from all your favorite artists and podcasters. Hashtag all the horror at all the horror 18 on Twitter. Follow us and be scared. all your stuff up yet well no i mean to some extent well i've bought a lot of shit already oh okay so you're preparing <laughs> for the onslaught my husband is is kind of horrified that i've bought uh-huh. so much shit when i already had so much shit but the thing is that um if i can catch it's like i just my next door neighbor our front yards are like one yard mm-hmm. that there's just sort of an invisible line down the middle on the property line and the next door neighbor, he's a renter and he doesn't really do a lot. He just lives over there alone, which is amazing because that's like a four bedroom house. He fascinates me. Our next door neighbor. Yeah. I really like the guy, but I haven't had a lot of conversations with him. But I also haven't gotten up the nerve to go knock on his door yet because my dream is, well, one dream is to decorate the whole patch, the whole oh, yard yeah. and not just my side because part of... Part of what I do, because I do a whole cemetery thing, is this little wire, white wire fencing that's kind of like the kind of shit you do, like edging around a garden, but this yeah. is like a foot and a half tall. And I enclose the, the whole front yard with that, and I do that at least a week early. This year I'm going to do it two, well, because Halloween's on a Thursday, so I'm going to do two weekends before. Okay. Uh, because... I, I want to, because putting that up early reminds people, oh yeah, that's the Halloween yeah. house. Now, are you going to ask him to help you, or are you just going to no. ask if you can just take over that part of the yard I just want to. I just want to take over the yard. I just want to take it over. He might just be like, oh great. Right. Oh yeah. Well, the dream, because that house has a balcony on the front, like right above his front door, uh-huh. if he would let me put some shit up there... It's just so oh. New Orleans Square in in uh, in Disneyland, yeah. like where the haunted oh, mansion is. You. you know, because I've got, you know, I I would love to buy more. Like I have Mr. and Mrs. Peterson, the the, the posable full size yeah. skeletons. I would love to buy more skellies and just have like a skelly party up there. Oh yeah, you know, just more things for people to go. Oh holy shit! Yeah, and um, and next year. Well, see, I want to. I want to be able to expand the cemetery, to take over b- both of our yards, and that way I could kind of incorporate like the fence area between the two houses. There's just so much more I could do. Yeah. And also, and but but I would make it so that because he usually isn't home, he doesn't do Halloween. It's like, look, if I can bring a friend over, you know, he can still have his porch light yeah. off. Like no one, you know, we can make it very clear that no one's there. And that it's all about us. I think by now people will know it's me. Yeah. It's all my. Oh, God, it's all my yeah. doing. But next year Halloween is Saturday. Oh. And I have, I have this dream. <laughs> my street is, it's not a super long street, but it's a very wide street, mm-hmm. and it only has houses on one side because we're like the outer rim of a subdivision. And 
across the street from us is just the sides of people's of yards. Yeah. So there's a lot more parking because there's no driveways on the other side. And it's, there's something about, part, partly because of the way the neighborhood is laid out and also partly because very, very few people in the subdivision in general actually participate yeah. in trick-or-treating. And so I have this goal and I actually posted on Nextdoor. I don't know if, do you deal in next door? No, probably not. I have it yeah. for my neighborhood. It can be amusing. But it's it's mostly amusing and a lot of people complaining about stuff that I don't care about. Oh my god, yeah. Well, I, I next door for me, next door is a lot better than the the HOA Facebook group that I used to be a member of. And I, I that's how I got to find out which people in my subdivision I fucking hate. Right. <laughs> because they're such assholes. I have no idea where they live or anything. Yeah. Well, one of them, I know she lives right over there. Yeah. But I posted on Nextdoor just sort of saying, hey, you know, Halloween's coming up, and it would be really cool if, if not this year, at least next year, if all the houses, at least on this street... Yeah participated it's like and i and i said you know that you would don't be really awesome i yeah. said you don't even have to go all out all it all it really takes i said even if you don't want to do it if you're willing to let a volunteer sit on your driveway with a bowl of candy yeah then your house is now participating and yeah. you don't have to do anything because what from my vantage point because of where i where my house sits and where i can see the side streets Kids will come down one of the side streets, have to run diagonally across the street to get to my house. It's us and Mike oh, next door. Yeah. And then they have to run diagonally to that house yeah. over there. And then they run diagonally to the house at the uh, way down at the other end. And that's fucking dangerous because this is, we're, because we're on the outer edge and there's an entry to the subdivision right here. There's cars constantly yeah, yeah. on this street. And, the, and these huge groups of children are running in the street constantly. And when I think about, when you think about when you were a kid and you would go trick-or-treating, it was every fucking house. Oh, God, yes. It was, oh, yeah. And it was like, it was a rare thing that you'd have a house with their porch light turned off or whatever. But it was all, if it wasn't that house, the next house was always doing it. So you yeah. could go, you could hit a hundred houses within a few blocks, you know. And it amazes me how many people just plain can't be bothered. I mean, my yeah. dad doesn't want to answer the door anymore, so he just puts a giant bowl of candy on the front porch with a sign that says, that says, you know, be be polite, take one or something. And when he opens the door the next day, there's usually still a couple yeah. pieces of candy in there. But, you know, back, of course, when I still lived there, I was in charge of answering the door because I'm into it. No, my mom still... She still answers the Yeah, name. well, I think next last year she didn't. I think that was the first time. Yeah. Because she has trouble hearing the door. Oh, right. And she doesn't want to have to sit there right next to it. Right. But she did it for years, and she loves it. But apparently that neighborhood is still active. active as far as all that goes. See, that's so cool. And, well, one thing I've considered, because a lot of the kids here, they have, like, an adult with them, which is another thing. My parents didn't go with us no but nowadays no one lets their kids no out. no one let like. their kids out and i always wonder like i know that trick-or-treaters are less and less common than they were 
is it because right. of safety or is it because parents have this sick and false idea that sugar is bad? Oh, I think it's be- I think it's um because parents are parents believe that every all their neighbors are going to kidnap their children. I really think that. And I'll tell you what, this made me so mad. So, when I did my thing on the next door app and I made and I and I started talking about how you know, what can we do, you know, trying to get people involved. And I swear to God, a few people have, like, messaged me going, if you organize something, I am in, whatever help you oh, need. Cool. And I'm like, oh, my God, I love this. But the very first comment that I got, some cunt with her, well, you know what we could do? We could organize a trunk or treat at the high school. Oh, God. Now, okay, regular listeners might remember that last Halloween <laughs> – when we talked about the goddamn war on Halloween and assholes like Kirk Cameron who want to make everyone afraid and all these little Christian mommy bloggers talking about how to minister to your neighbors on Halloween. Oh, that's um, right. Because remember the woman was like, hand out Bible tracts. Yes, of course. (laughs) Because that's what kids want. But I will say, I was doing some Googling because I wanted to see if anyone else had ideas like mine, like letting a stranger sit on your driveway yeah. just to hand out candy so you don't have to be bothered, but at least your house is covered. Because, like, my parents' neighborhood, on Christmas Eve, they put out luminaries, like the bag with yeah. sand and a candle in it, and they li- everybody lines the street in front of their house. And if someone's out of town, the neighbors on either side just take care of it. Because you yeah. don't want to break the line. Because it looks cool. Yeah, I remember doing that every year. At and your you don't. House. And everyone is just. It's like, of course, we're not going to be like, oh, look, those assholes aren't doing it. Yeah. It's like, no, you just spread your bags out a little bit and you cover it. And so that kind of idea is what made me think like there could be a way if you've got multiple adults in a house, send one to another house. To do, yeah. Because of the kids. So I started Googling to see if there were any other ideas like that or like ideas to get your neighbors to participate. Every fucking search result is Christian mommies trying to fucking minister to their neighbors. Oh, God. There is nothing out there for people who actually want to do trick-or-treat for real. It makes me so goddamn mad. And because of the fucking, oh, let's do a trick-or-treat. I have since learned, and last year the trunk or treat thing was a suggestion by the Kirk Camerons of the world, and we didn't know what the fuck that was. So now I know, and it makes me so goddamn mad. So here's what it is. So let's say a whole bunch of people go out to, let's say, the parking lot at the high school over there, and they park their cars, like, in a circle... I guess. And everybody opens their trunk and they decorate the back of their car. Or like if you have a pickup truck, you decorate like the bed of your pickup truck for Halloween. And then you like hang out by the back of your car and kids quote trick or treat from car to car in a parking lot. And I'm telling you, I was I was posting a lot on Facebook at one point about what Michaels had for Halloween decorations yeah. and different stores and because you know you you say something on Facebook and all of a sudden you get a bunch of ads yeah. in your feed a Michaels ad came up and the very first thing they had 
was a trunk or treat cloth, I guess, like a backdrop. Yeah. And what it was basically like a square piece of cloth with loops so that when you opened your trunk, you could go loop, loop on the yeah. corner. And it's like, they're actually making and selling this bullshit because it's so common now. Well, I think it's for people that don't trust other people. But you're still you know, trusting you're them. You get all your church friends together. I can so still poison your yeah. fucking kids in the parking know. lot just as easily as I could do it at my house. But it sounds like a paranoia thing to me. And can, can yeah. you imagine? Because I remember hearing about years ago. Like, back when I lived in a neighborhood where there were no trick-or-treaters, because we didn't have that many kids yeah. in that neighborhood, because it was mostly, like, college students renting duplexes Oh, and when we rent, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I always dreamed of, you know, having one trick-or-treater come to my house. Even back then, I remember hearing, well, about the, the whole Halloween carnival idea, but also the trick-or-treating at the mall... Do you remember? Oh, I think so. Like that stores in the mall would have a bowl of candy and you would wear, the kids would wear their costumes and they would go to the Foot Locker and get a Snickers Yeah, or something. And I think it's because people are paranoid and they don't trust them to go to their neighborhoods anymore, but... Imagine being one of those I'm kids, sure though! that 99.999% of the time it's 100% safe to go trick-or-treat. Of course yeah. it is! <laughs> I mean, the thought that we can have memories of our childhoods, of, of actual trick-or-treating, you remember that house that was a little spookier than the others. You yeah. remember that house where, like, the lady would dress up as a yeah. witch. You remember those. You remember the house that had the teenage boy that would put a stupid wolf mask on and jump out at you from behind the bushes. Yeah. You hated that kid. You remember those things. Kids now are having memories of malls. And parking lots. And it's because their parents are paranoid. They're so fucking stupid. Yeah. And I swear to God, I it's like everyone within the sound of my voice do something about it. Because, I mean, I, you know, we don't have children, but God damn it, we're going to tell you people how to raise yours. And you should be taking them trick-or-treating. And you should make sure all your neighbors take their kids trick-or-treating. Because this yeah. is bullshit! <laughs> Not give out carrots or pennies or pennies. Don't be that asshole. Do not give out little packets of fat-free granola. <laughs> give out fucking candy, please. <laughs> exactly. It's not gonna kill. In fact, I was. I don't know this. I have to look up, look it up. But my friend Juliet, who's a nurse, mm -hmm. who has kids with issues, so sugar is a big thing. Okay. But in research, she she was telling me that apparently the sugar high thing is a total myth. Really? Yeah. Really? That's what she was telling me. So I'm, I'm curious. I've not had time to do any research on it, but I'm curious because she told me that apparently the sugar high thing is a myth. And that some kids are just spastic anyway. So it's kind and, of interesting to hear. Wow. You know what I mean? So yeah, I don't know. But anyway, kind of interesting. And one, you know, one, one or two nights yeah. a year, let your kid have a, let them have some Tootsie Rolls, for God's sake. But I've always thoroughly felt that withholding white processed sugar from children is abuse. 
Absolutely. You know. And withholding trick-or-treating. Genuine trick-or-treating. Because even if it's not anything super fancy, just the fact that a kid can come get a Tootsie Roll Pop at your house, yeah. that is a value for their, that kid's life. Oh, totally. And if you refuse to do it, or if your neighbors refuse to do it, goddamn assholes. Yeah. And even if you want to take your kids trick-or-treating, that's fine. Have someone be at your house. Because it can't be that all these houses out here, they're all out trick-or-treating at, with no oh, one at home. Yeah, because if you're true. into trick-or-treating, yeah. you should make sure that your house is covered. And, and I'm I, trying to remember if my mom used to take me or if I used to go with my kids in the neighborhood. I don't remember. I mean, I guess when I was little, because I do have, you know, I have a sister who's six years older than me. So by the time I was of the age to do oh, it. Oh, she'd have to take you. She probably took me. Yeah. But there was never a question of, should I, you know, that was, how else was I going to find out that, that around the corner there were some Jehovah's Witnesses? How else would oh, I have ever known that? that's true. Between that and the one time a bunch of kids decided that Christmas caroling sounded like it was going to be fun. That's, you know, that was the and another neighborhood oh. I lived in where we found out we had Jehovah's Witnesses in the neighborhood because they would not come to the door. Uh, you know, because they're just, that's just a whole bunch of no fun right there. Right. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> but I seriously, I have given some serious thought to creating a little postcard and putting them... Like, sending them to, like, at least all the houses at this end of the subdivision and just saying, here's some ideas. And, you know, shit, start clipping candy coupons. It's like, look, yeah, if you're a cheap yeah. ass, here's, go buy a bag of dum-dums. They don't fucking cost anything. And here's a coupon to get them for half price. It's like, it's not, it doesn't actually cost yeah. that much. I mean, not that I don't spend, like, 50 bucks easily. Because Mostly, we have like yeah. four, five hundred kids. Yeah. I what I have to subsidize every goddamn kid in the neighbor in I the think entire my mom area. Used to get about a hundred. Oh my god! And because I always would go out for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Or normally, the last few years she came here. Right. But traditionally, I'd always go out there, and she'd only buy candy that her and I liked. So when I came out on Thanksgiving, there'd still be a. A oh bunch my of god! Candy. And of course, I would eat, and I never eat candy in my real life. But put a bowl of candy in front but of me. But mom always has it out for me, and, and oh I always god. eat all of it. <laughs> I used to, I used to buy pixie sticks because I knew that I would never just sit there and eat pixie sticks. Oh, but I that was, pixie but that was back when no one would come to my house. So yeah. I had like a, I had like a an old spaghetti sauce jar with just pixie sticks sticking yeah. out of it. And every time someone came to the house, I'd be like, "Will you please take some pixie sticks?" But I swear to God, I mean, these people, I mean, we, oh, last year, last year, it fucking stormed. And I don't mean rained. I mean stormed. Oh, I don't even remember. On Halloween night. And I am not kidding. We, because I have a friend who comes over because there's no fucking trick-or-treaters in her neighborhood. So she comes over and thank God, because I need a buddy because that's how many fucking kids come. We have like two people double fisting. That's how much That's candy awesome, we have though. to give out. So we opened the garage and had our table and some chairs just just inside the garage. And we had like little lanterns and stuff so that there would be just enough light that they would see that we were there. And 
every time the rain would stop briefly, the kids would swarm. That... And I swear to God, we still had at least 400 kids. See, Even that's though awesome. more than half of the night, it was pouring down rain. And every time it would stop, and there were people... There were people who, in their cars, would drive from house to house, open the door, the kids oh, run up, get the yeah. candy, they run back. Okay, now that's some bullshit. It's like your kids can get wet. It's water, you know. Granted, there was some lightning, too. But, really. I know, but it's fine. The kids can get wet. <laughs> it's fine. The kids can fucking get wet. It's fine. But, oh, my God. By the time we were we were ready to be done, it was like we had, like, half a bag of one kind of candy left. And it was like, all right, we're freezing. Everything's soaked. I'm going to go run and, and pull in the stuff that needs to be pulled in. So I'm running around g- grabbing stuff and throwing it into the garage. Well, she has, because it's drizzling at that uh. point, she has the, bo- the bowl of candy. She goes down to the end of the driveway and she's hollering at kids that are like, as long as they're within a block, uh-huh. she's hollering going, we have candy! Uh-huh. Come take the rest of our candy! And she would just give kids like uh-huh. handles. It was so fun! It's like, I fucking love it! And it's like, all these people are not, they're denying themselves the fun of cute kids in their little costumes. Oh, yeah. I mean, for God's sake, it's the best night of the year. And if you disagree, you're wrong. You know, (laughs) and the only time I could see Trunk or Treat being fun... Yeah. I could imagine it being fun, say, like, you're camping at the Renaissance Festival on Halloween weekend. Right, because Texas Renaissance overlaps in the campground just for fun. To do trick-or-treating in the camp. That would be that. so would be fun. fun. But other than that, it just seems like Ugh. your parents don't want you to socialize with the other group of five church parents. Oh, my God. Because anything else is bad. or You know what I mean? That's and I, that's what it sound feels like to me. Right. And that bitch who, who I swear to God, first comment, with her trunk or treat. And I was like, I, I, you know, I didn't want to be like, no, shut up, bitch. But I said, okay, well, maybe the weekend before Halloween. I said, but not on yeah. Halloween. You don't want to distract from Halloween, right? You know, and she she was nice about it. You know, and there's, too, there's also people like they don't want people to see the insides of their houses by opening the door. because Well, then you, you know, sit outside yeah. like I do. For God's sake. I don't I don't want people coming to my door yeah. because I have a dog that can't handle it. I used to sit oh, on my that's porch. That's true. I used to sit that's on my true. front porch and I would confuse the kids because they would go up to the door and I'm like, I'm right here. It's, it's like I'm sitting five feet to the yeah. right of the door. It's like, no, I'm right here. The bowl of candy, right here. Don't don't knock on my door. Come here. But that was like, that's when I realized, nope, sit at the end of the driveway. Oh, and the other thing. Oh, my God. So, because of the Saturday Uh next year, we have this idea of, because people love our decor so much that people often ask permission, like, especially if they're older, They'll ask permission to go take a selfie in oh, our decor. Yeah. So, so my friend who comes over, she has she had this great idea that we could 
set up the yard because people are also always taking pictures of our front yard too. Uh-huh. So to have different scenarios like towards the back. Oh, for people to take pictures. So that we can have and Oh, that's a good idea. And charge them a dollar to go take a selfie and we raise money for like the animal shelter or something. Oh, that's a good idea. And we could like advertise that in advance so that everyone can be sure to have some money. That's and a really good idea. Because I mean it's it's nice and everything, but really it would be nice to it would also be nice to subsidize how much fucking money we put into all yeah, this shit every year. Yeah, oh, but totally. really, we're gonna give the money to the animal shelter. That's a good idea. And I think people would be into that. But it would be, you know, it would be part of the overall thing where it's like, oh my god, if I even if it's just this street, if I could get yeah. every fucking house. Ooh, and I want like you could set up like a booth where your husband scares people, and then I want I want him to be dressed like bloody Santa Claus with an axe. He doesn't even want to come outside. He doesn't even... He's not even <laughs> downstairs. Do, do it for me. I doubt it. Huh? No, he wouldn't. <laughs> he won't even be downstairs. He takes the dog and he goes upstairs and they and watch if I movies. Su- you know, and I t- if I suggested it, I could see it and he'd go, oh, Pitney. <laughs> right? Am I right? I can hear it. I can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> a real life haunted place. We should we've like, never done the ghost tours like in of Austin. Asylum. There's a lot of haunted and, hotels yeah, around. Yeah, an old hotel. Oh, that Indian restaurant near yeah. the university is supposedly. Yeah, haunted. or a spooky house that you only see in movies but you could go explore. The Boo Radley house at the end of the block. And I, I yeah. don't know for sure that I believe in ghosts, but I think that I do because I've had Several experiences. I haven't had experiences myself, but I believe in ghosts because it is the one thing that every culture around the world throughout history has stories of that. It's like everyone doesn't have lycanthropy. Everyone doesn't have vampires, but everyone has ghosts. So that it has to mean something. And I've known enough people. And I've experienced several weird things. Oh, yeah. I, I haven't. I want to. Actually, I don't know if I want to. I do. Yeah, it's really weird because I remember like one time I would always see things when I was a kid and it was always people. Like I open my eyes and kids always see things and then it gets beaten out of us. Somebody standing in my bedroom and it would scare the shit out of me and I close my my eyes and open them and it, it was gone. Oh my God. And that happened several times, but I remember one time specifically... I don't remember what was going on if I got scared or, you know, whatever. (laughs) But I went to sleep 
with my parents, you know, as we do when we're kids, right? Oh, you went and climbed into their bed? Yeah. I have no memory of doing that. It's probably because I uh, never saw ghosts. Yeah, and I remember, (laughs) like, on my mom's side of the bed, you would look down the hall. Okay. Straight down the hall and see the bathroom, and there'd always be a nightlight on. Right. Right. And I remember opening my eyes to, you know, looking down the hall, and there was this, like, kind of chubby Asian man in, like, doctor scrubs just standing there. Oh, my God. That's so specific. In the doorway. Oh, my God. Of my parents' bedroom. Oh, my God. And was he like was, silhouetted by the by the yeah. silhouetted by the light? Oh and my was, god! Oh, and I was so freaked out. And then I opened my eyes again, and it was gone. Oh my god! And then I don't remember if I told my mom or I told my dad or something yeah. about it. And it turned out that you know my parents bought that house when it was new, but the first few years of the house they rented it. Oh, I didn't know and that. who did they rent it out to? But an Asian family, and he was a doctor. Wow! Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then I don't remember what the circumstances were, but anyway, then they decided they oh want to move God. into that house. and. Wow. But yeah, so that's really weird. Oh, that's crazy. So that was like, I was like, wow, that has to be something. And that's so specific. You couldn't have guessed yeah, that. Yeah, I had yeah. no idea. Because how would I have known? Why would I have known? Oh, you know? totally. Especially as a kid. Yeah. Oh, my God. You oh know, because God. that was like, you know, 14 years before I was even born. So why would that ever have been brought right. up? You, know you wouldn't I mean? have even known that anyone other than your parents lived in that yeah. house. Right. Yeah, because it was, you know. Wow. Um, but then... There was another time, you know, I would, I always loved going to cemeteries at night. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if you remember, like, in Santa Clara, there's this big cemetery, and it's just... The one with the peacocks? God, I don't remember if there's peacocks, Is it the one that's so huge, it has, like, a Buddhist section and a... Maybe, yeah, and it's in Santa Clara, and Yes! Oh, my God. And I remember you would just, like park on the side of the road and just walk into the cemetery. There's no fences or gates or it's just right there. I think that's, yeah, it's got to be the same yeah. one because I remember every time we drive by, I would see, because cause flocks of peacocks lived in there. And the only way I'd be able to see it is because there was no fence. Yeah. And I yeah. never went in there, but we drove past it all the time. And I used to love going and, you know, when I was a teenager and God, even in my early 20s, and we wouldn't go there and, like, drink or do drugs or anything. We would just go walk around the cemetery at night. Well, you were proto-goth, too. You know, so yeah. You and wore eyeliner and shit, so you, you know, had so to go to the cemetery. Most kids, you know, go to the cemetery at night and get fucked up, but that just wasn't in my... Right, oh, no. ...the realm of my reality at We the weren't time. those kinds of kids. <laughs> but I remember going one time with Ramon. Oh, Ramon. Ramon. Anyway... <laughs> And we were walking around, and I swear to God, we both saw this. Oh, no. We were just walking around the cemetery, not even really thinking of anything. And we both had this weird feeling, and we were talking about how we had, like, a weird feeling. And oh, my God. I remember I turned around and looked, and I swear there was fog on the floor, and there was something crawling towards us. Ew, crawling! Oh and my we, god! I remember we both screamed, 
And we... And fog out of nowhere, yes, too. Yes, and we... <gasps> you know, we ran our nelly asses to my car and got the <laughs> fuck out of there. And oh we God. both saw the fog and we both saw something crawling towards us. Oh, my God. Oh, my yes. God. That's crazy. Cause we, and we both saw it. Oh, my Lord. Maybe oh my God. it was somebody fucking with us. And they brought a fog machine. <laughs> yeah, which was weird, because that was really weird, but I can kind of even, like, picture it now, and it was really oh, that's weird. Oh, that's unnerving. Oh, my God. Really, really weird. Oh, my God. And then there's this hotel in Dallas. Okay. I want to say it's the Stouffer. It's like a big marble thing that looks like a big lipstick downtown old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And me and Steve mm-hmm. had gone to some convention there one year when I was vending at. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I don't know why what Steve was doing here, but it was just me and Steve and I went to vend at this convention. And I remember laying in the hotel room bed and all of a sudden there was this sound... And the only way that I could think it was, it was like, and maybe this is what it was, I don't know. But it was like, all I could envision was like, somehow wind or something happening in the elevator shaft and making the metal cables bang. It was like this loud bang, 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 bang sound. Oh, you know what I'm thinking of? Um, Well, only people who have, who've been around like, Flagpoles a lot would uh-huh. know this, but when the rope on a flagpole, when it's windy and the rope goes bang, bang, bang against yeah, the pole. Yeah, it sounded yeah. like that. Yeah. And it was really loud. And I remember feeling just like this dread and like this terror. Like I was so terrified I couldn't even move. Right. Because there was like a presence in the room. Right. And I was literally terrified. I had not even gone to sleep yet. I could not move. Steve did not hear that sound, but I did. Oh, man. And I literally... Was he sleeping, or was he... Could not fucking move. Was he awake and you were discussing it, or was he asleep? I think I asked him. Yeah. Wow. And I was so freaked out. Oh, my God. And it was literally like... I literally... I was too afraid. And then all of a sudden, it went away. And everything was fine. It was there... And then all of a sudden, boom, it was gone. Oh, my God. Anyway, I remember telling Michael about this when we had gotten back. And he's from Dallas. Mm. And he was like, oh, you know that hotel is haunted. Everybody in Dallas knows that hotel is haunted. Oh, my God. And I was like, (laughs) really? Oh, my God. Ah! Yes. And then I have one more story. (laughs) You see, I'm, I'm wondering... Before we move on to the next one, because my sister travels for work a lot, and she goes to Dallas so much, I'm what I'm now. I'm wondering if if this story that I'm remembering of hers actually happened in Dallas. Now, both of my sisters are heavily, heavily into ghosts. Like my older sister, it's I think it started with um, God. What wedding anniversary would have been? I don't know. Maybe it was twentieth or thirtieth. Anyway. Uh, she she and her husband went to Jefferson City, Texas, which is the most haunted city in Texas. And they stayed in whatever the hotel is there. That's the most haunted hotel in Jefferson City. But they never saw anything. Okay. And she was so upset. 
Like, every time I hear about a new haunted place, I have to send them to my sisters uh-huh. because they both are so obsessed. Well, the younger sister, who travels all the time, I really, really feel like this was in Dallas. It's making me wonder if it was that hotel. Because she was staying in a room, just normal. It's not like she checks into a hotel and says, oh, by the way, give me your most haunted room. It's not like that oh, ever happens, yeah. you know? But she, things just, it, it all, she was there for like maybe four days or something. It was uh, some business trip. And she, I think the first night, like she would put her hairbrush somewhere. And then the next time she'd see her hairbrush, it wasn't where she put it. Oh. And I remember her thinking when she was telling the story that she, you know, your immediate instinct is, oh, I'm just going crazy. Of course I put it there. Or she leaves for the day and comes back and things aren't where she left them. Well, of course they must have come in and cleaned or what, you know, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. So she's not thinking about that kind of thing. But then it was happening while she was in the room. And she wasn't seeing things moving. She was just, things were yeah. Moving around. And at one point, she was in the bed, and she felt like somebody... Like, imagine someone coming up to the bed, and they put their leg against the mattress, and they just sort of wiggle their leg, so it's like nudging oh. the mattress. And she immediately was like... She she immediately went into, there's a ghost in here mode. And... Rather than be scared, I mean, this is amazing to me. This is so funny. Rather than be scared, she goes, seriously, I have to sleep. You can uh, be here, but you have to let me sleep. And then it stopped. Wow. And then she asked, like, at the front desk, uh-huh. and she was she was like, I just have to ask, has there ever been any, like, reportings of, like, ghost activity or anything in this hotel? And they, without without asking her what room she was in or anything, they were like, oh, well, you know, so like, oh, the sixth floor, particularly around room, you know, 614 or whatever uh-huh. it was. And of course that was her room. Oh. And she was just like, all right. So basically from for the rest of her trip, she just kind of, she would go in the room. Every time she'd go into the room, she would be like, all right, I know you're in here. You can mess with my stuff. Do whatever, but I have work to do and I have to get up in the morning. Yeah. So if you could just like let me sleep, I you can move all the stuff around in the room you want. And it was like wow. the fact that because she's so into it that she's yeah. just like totally comfortable. It doesn't scare her apparently yeah. at all. Yeah. She's just like she just doesn't like it when they keep her from sleeping. Wow. <laughs> and I just think I just think it's so funny, and I keep telling her that there's a there's an old motel that's um, next to an old a scary old cemetery, uh-huh. like out in the middle of nowhere. And the for some reason the motel is decorated in a circus motif, so all the rooms have like clown paintings in oh them. Oh my god! And I keep telling her because she really does not like clowns because of poltergeist, but she has never recovered from poltergeist, and. It's so funny to me that she's totally casual about ghosts, but clowns freak her the fuck uh-huh. out. And I've told her, maybe the three of us should go on a trip, and we should just film everything that happens when we stay in the in the creepy clown hotel. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, we're just daring. Just uh, daring something to happen. <laughs> anyway, because I don't have yeah, any of my own personal stories, so I had to tell every her. Every time I see clowns, I think of your dad saying, like you like. 
<laughs> Have I told that story? <laughs> oh my god. Should I quickly tell it? Oh, yeah, because it's so funny. Okay, I'll try and tell it really fast, because I know you have, and I think I know what your next ghost story yeah. is. The one about your closet, right? Yeah. Okay, oh, oh, I'm very excited. Okay, so the clown story. So, my dad has this artist that he likes, that I think is from his old hometown or something, and he he's bought things for himself, but he wanted to buy paintings for my sisters and I from this artist because he loves supporting artists. Um, and like my, for one sister, he got like a painting of two little boys cause she has sons, you know, mm-hmm. and another one is like a, a, like a little girl holding kittens because the other sister's crazy cat lady. So for me, <laughs> he gave me a painting of two children wearing clown makeup and they both, they don't just look sad. They they almost look <laughs> nauseated. <laughs> and I, you know, I'm so excited because he's giving me a, a, he's giving me a present and I know it's a painting and I know he picked it out special for me. Yeah. And I'm unwrapping it. I just, I can still, I'm standing <laughs> in the kitchen. My mother's right here. My dad's over there. Unwrapping it. And I see two kids <laughs> in clown makeup and I go, oh, this is. <laughs> Nice. And my mom's looking at it and she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and dad goes, you know, like you like. And I, and I just, I must have really looked confused because he starts going, you know, sting. Like you like. And I'm thinking, what the fuck is he talking about? And I, and I realized later there actually was a wrestler named Sting that wore makeup. But at that time, I don't think I knew that. Yeah. Um, but maybe that, I, I don't know. But I just, I must have been just like so baffled. And and my mom kind of whispers, I think he means kiss. And I'm like, you mean kiss? He's like, oh, yeah. So my dad <laughs> thought that because I like kiss, that that means a painting of children in clown makeup <laughs> would be an appropriate gift for me. <laughs> And that always makes every time I see clowns, and that was so long ago. That I every time I always think of your dad saying that. Oh, it's like so you delightful. Like, like you like it was so sweet. It really was sweet. It was really sweet, and I know it I know it cost money because it was art. Yeah. But I did keep it for a long time, but I never hung it up. And then eventually I had to just give it away. That's so because funny. I just didn't want to move. I didn't want to move into a new house and move that painting. And I'm sure he has no memory of it. Of course he doesn't. You know. No. But someone in a thrift store went, Oh, look at this beautiful painting of these nauseated children with makeup on. Oh, God, probably. (laughs) (laughs) To go with their collection of clown memorabilia, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) The Year of the Vagina. Back in 2017, during our Halloween special, I talked about where a lot of the Halloween witch stereotypes come from. The pointy hats, the cats, the boiling things in cauldrons. Well, here's one we didn't talk about. Why witches are depicted flying on broomsticks. You're gonna love this. First, let me talk real quick about Tlazolteotl, the fierce bitch, the Aztec goddess of filth. 
whose name is derived from the Nahuatl word for garbage. As far as I'm concerned, she's the patron saint of the bitchin' boutique. She's almost always depicted straddling a broom, and she is all about the dirty, filthy sex. She also apparently eats shit. You can look her up later. I just mention her because A, she's awesome, and B, broom-riding women were definitely a thing in the ancient world. So, back to Europe. Our good lady witches, who, you remember, were simply women who didn't need no man to support them because they made and sold beer, also knew a lot about folk medicine. And a really common thing back in the days of herbal ointments and brews was that they were gross and might make you vomit before they got into your system. So ladies would apply them to the armpits, the rectum, or vulva for quick absorption. Okay, so they rubbed medicine on their nethers. Where does the broom fit in? <clears throat> Keep in mind, this was all nervous men explaining why they had to murder all these scary autonomous women. So, here's an account from Ireland in 1324, interestingly coinciding with the early days of the Aztec Empire, of a lady whose home was being searched for evidence of witchcraft. In rifling the closet of the lady, they found a pipe of ointment, wherewith she greased a staff, upon which she ambled and galloped through thick and thin. And a later account, from 15th century witch-hunting inquiry records, But the vulgar believe, and the witches confess, that on certain days or nights they anoint a staff, and ride upon it to the appointed place, or anoint themselves under the arms, and in other hairy places. Ladies with no underpants straddling greasy broomsticks. Got it. But flying? Well, sort of flying. The sorts of compounds in these herbal remedies have definitely been tested in more recent years, and their hallucinogenic and psychosensory properties sound like really good stuff. Whether awake or asleep, it's very possible these women believe themselves to be taking some pretty wild rides. And, as you can imagine, ladies with knowledge of the uses of plants, plus domestic implements, such as brooms, plus men being nervous that women are up to no good, equals witches! It's basic math. by that because it, <laughs> it made me laugh to myself when you said clowns <laughs> <laughs> and it's a good opportunity because i don't think i would have remembered to tell that story so that's good <laughs> but um so su supposedly brian my landlord mm -hmm. and leah my friend that lived in my apartment where i live now right, right. they both say that the, the, the ghost of the woman that originally built that property is there is, was she the one who was an artist who built that yeah. apartment as an art studio? Yeah. Okay. 
And I think her name was Lenore, I think. Oh, what a fabulous name and for Red Ghost. Brian has said over and over and over that Lenore is there. He's felt it. He knows she's there. It's a benign presence. Right. Kira, his daughter, yeah. has said Lenore is there. Wow. Leah thought Lenore would come and visit her sometimes. Okay. I've never had any experience with Lenore. Okay. Because it's probably... I'm probably not even on her radar of people that she would want to connect with, you know? <laughs> well, that is possible. That they, you know? Yeah, they, might, they might gravitate to certain people. Yeah, which others, is fine. Yeah. I mean, you know. Right. Um, because they always... Or if she's there, she's like, I'm just going to sit here quietly. Yeah, so she always thought it was like... <laughs> I'm not going to let that crazy yeah. queen know that I'm here. <laughs> but they've always thought that she was like a benevolent kind of thing. But well, I, sure. But anyway, one day, I was... And I'm trying to think, it was when... I had the back bedroom set up like a living room because yeah. then I had the gargantuous couch and it was just made more sense to switch To use rooms. it in the biggest room, which was the bedroom. Yeah. And I remember sitting on the couch, like, I don't know, reading or watching TV or whatever. Right. And Bernard, the dachshund, uh-huh. was just like, got down onto the, you know, from the couch onto the floor and was just looking in my closet was this when you had the, the closet? Because it's a big walk-in closet. Was this when you had it set up like an office and you had your desk in there? It oh. may have been. Okay. okay. I don't remember. It I remember there was been. also a period where you threw a mattress in there and your closet was your bedroom. Yeah, which was actually really fabulous. Because <laughs> how much space do you really need for a bedroom? And the only reason I didn't keep it that way is because it was so damn hot, the air conditioner didn't go high. Right, of course yeah, not. Yeah, because I thought that was great. That was really cool. And you painted it all dark yeah, and cavey. I loved it. Yeah. I, but anyway, <laughs> but Bernard just was like sitting, staring into the closet. Was he growling or anything? Growling and barking. Oh. Like bark, 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 like. My Bernard. He, you know, somebody's knocking on the front door kind of bark. You know, somebody's here bark. Yeah. Like, bark, 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 bark. And I was like, what, Bernard, what the fuck is going on? Right. You know, and I'm like, that's weird. Is there... A rat in the sometime wall? Sometimes maybe sometime, I thought, there, yeah. is there a rat in the wall? Right. Or is there possums in the ceiling? Is there... Sure. All well, and that, that backs there. up against the, the carport. The, yeah. You know, it shares a wall with the carport. So there could be anything on the other side of that yeah. wall. Yeah. And so I did not hear anything right and i also know that when i did have possums in the ceiling <laughs> and they're driving me crazy right the dogs don't give a shit right the dogs don't even pay attention to the noise that's irritating me <laughs> right so I, anyway so i remember i turned on the closet light just to went in and i was like god is there a rat is there noise does he see like some weird big spider or something crawling on right. the floor you know and I've never experienced this before. When I went in there, in the center of the room, it was totally cold, like a cold spot. Like right. a column of total cold. And we've already established it's fucking hot in there. Yeah. Because there's no air circulation. And I yeah. had that feeling of dread <coughs> and fear. And to me, when something is present, I feel the only way I can describe it is as if there's like a hand on my brain that's just not pressure but just slowly there just there like i can feel it okay that's how i feel okay spirits or something right 
and I felt that feeling. Oh my god! And it was cold, and I remember all of my hairs on my arm stood up. <sighs> like it was <laughs> static electricity. Oh. In that one section. Right. Of the. Oh my god! And I didn't necessarily feel a malevolence, but it didn't feel good. Right. And I remember at the time, you know, and I probably did like a banishing pinnacle in the air or something. I don't remember. Right. But I just remember, you know, you are not welcome here. Get the fuck out. What are you doing? You're freaking out, my dog. (laughs) Wow. This is my fucking house. This is my closet. Get the fuck out. I don't want you here. You're not welcome. Don't fuck with me. Right. And if it had been Lenore, it wouldn't have felt like that. And I was really like... You know, get the fuck out. And you know what? It did. It got the fuck out. Never (laughs) felt it again. Never had anything like that happen again. Oh, my God. But that was really weird. Oh, wow. Really weird. I remember it was like static electricity in the air. And I remember you called me like that night or something. Like, you were like, like, holy shit. Everything was standing up. Uh, The dog was freaked out. Yeah, so that was something. Oh, my God. That was something. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah, so so those are my ghost stories, my 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 ghost experiences. <laughs> Your ghost before. adventures, Pitney's ghost adventures. So I guess <laughs> I I don't know, and it's like I I don't a hundred percent believe, but I do. I have to because I've had all this stuff happen. Right, and I believe because I believe the people that have told me yeah. what has happened to them. Because why wouldn't I believe people? I mean, no, that doesn't mean that I think that the TV shows where they go, what was that noise? That's bullshit. All of those are bullshit. Although, is it called Ghost Brothers, where it's a bunch of black guys? I swear to God, this is a real show. <laughs> I've not laughed that hard. <laughs> because every every stereotypical thing you're thinking right now about what a bunch of black guys on a show about ghosts would be uh-huh. like, that's exactly what oh it is. Oh my God, I bet it's a hoot. Oh, God damn it, it's so uh, funny. Uh, uh, They're like, I ain't going in there. <laughs> They took him. I swear to God, the one that I watched all the way through, they actually went to an old plantation, oh. and they were just like, "Oh, please!" Like I want to go in there. <laughs> I was dying. I was dying. Was See, so I would love to do that, but oh I don't God. know. I'd probably psych myself up to think things are happening even when they're not. You well, know? I think I think that's I think that's part of the problem. It's like the only time because I can imagine. I know by imagination, I know I can imagine shit. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, there there are there are frequently times, I will, I will say this, that there are times when I see things in my peripheral vision that aren't there. Mm-hmm. And it's almost always a human form, like, passing a doorway mm-hmm. or something. And in that moment, I'm like, oh, shit. But I always know... Because sometimes, like, I don't know if the lights flicker in a room or if I just blinked. I mean, there are literally times when I don't know that. So I know that I could have blinked at a time when my attention went to my peripheral and I think I saw something and my brain goes, you know that was someone walking past the door. I know my brain. Yeah, yeah. So if something really happened, it would have to be something that was sustained or else I just discount Everything that happens, things like that that happens to me, maybe it's real, maybe it's not. I don't know. All I know is they they ain't messing with me. 
I mean, I yeah. literally bought a murder house. I mean, we saged the fuck out of it. But I literally bought a murder house, yeah. and there ain't anything in this oh, house. Oh, no, it's totally clear. I mean, there, there are pockets in this house where early on, and every so often at the end of that one hallway downstairs, I, I still have, like, this weird, like, split-second momentary yeah. thing just as I'm walking into that bathroom. But... It wasn't like the first night when we were just like, like the, the closet in this room where we are right now. We, yeah, bo- we both were like, yeah. there is something behind yeah. that door. But by the time we cleared the house, there was nothing. Oh, we there. did a hardcore cleansing ritual, it took though, hours. too. Yeah, it God damn it, there's a lot of windows we did and it. openings. We did it all, though. Every outlet, every we light switch. give them a thing spike we can give them a drop that they could plan out their yes show. i think we've uh, gotta find some time and get get time to do, do it that. right now i think we should do it right now look i'll show you how easy it is <laughs> watch this i'm just gonna do it live okay do it live like that bloke screams so i'm just gonna do it live watch this hi this is dr dan from the two skeptical Blah, i can't do it now <laughs> look, i can't speak too much pressure right, i'll try again i'll try again i'll try again take 52 hi this is dr dan from the two skeptical chaps podcast and you are listening to the most Bitchin' Boutique. See? That was easy, wasn't it? Okay. They could send us one, we could play it in ass. Yeah, yeah. Right, you do it. Yeah. Right, off What you do go. you want me to say? Whatever, whatever comes to mind. Hi, this is Spike from the Two Skeptical Chaps podcast, who ain't no bitch, but you're listening to The Bitchin' Boutique. Oh, that was good. I think I hope they use that. Let's see if they cut it and put it in their next show. Diplomatic community. <laughs> the story on the the show about my mom (gasps) no tell that no tell that I love that so much oh my god I have freaked out so many people telling that that story my auntie Marion died a year ago two years ago god I'm feeling like it might have been two because I feel like it may have happened about a year ago yeah isn't that awful that I don't remember when it was but but anyway my auntie Marion died a few years ago her and my mom were real close yeah but anyway, she told me, was it two instances or three? I think I only know about the two. two. I think. But anyway, one time she told me, she's like, I think Auntie Marion is visiting me. Yeah. And I'm like, really? And this is my mom, you know. It's an old Catholic lady. <laughs> a very not superstitious, no. very practical. Oh, yeah. You know, and very, and she would just tell him this, and both there was no fear in it. It was just like, well, because why should she be afraid? It was her sister. Yeah, and she yeah. was like, you know, I was sleeping in the bed, and somebody just grabbed my arm and was shaking my arm to make mm-hmm. sure that I was awake. And then once I was awake, and I don't remember if it was like a touch on the shoulder or a touch on the head or something, but there was another touch after the shaking of the arm okay. awake and she's like i really just thought it was auntie mary and it was so strange and i was like really did you feel anything like that and she's like no i just thought that it was her because that's how she would wake me up if right. she you know and she's like oh it just me you know she's like i've been you know crying a lot and blah 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 and i really miss her and it just must be 
just me. That she's thinking about her. Yeah, right. it must right. be maybe it was a dream, and I don't, you know, and I don't realize it was a dream. She totally, but then, yeah. shortly thereafter. Oh my God, this is my favorite. <laughs> she calls me up and she starts to cry. Yeah. Not because she was afraid, but because she was just so moved by the experience. Right. She was like, Pitney, Auntie Marion is here. And right. she visited me again last night. And I was like, what do you mean? She was like, I just saw this thing on the side of my, you know, the corner of my eye. And I looked over to the chair next to my, you know, there's those two easy chairs in the back TV room. Right, right. And she's, I looked over and Marion was just sitting there sitting looking in the chair. at me. Just sitting in the chair. And I'm yep. like, really? She says, and I looked twice and she was there. Yeah. Just sitting there. And then she was gone. Right. And I was did she look worried? Did she look happy? Was she trying to say something? She was like, no. Just like she was just letting just you know that there, just letting you know I'm here. I think that she's just letting you know that she's here and that she, you know, whatever. That she's here with you, yeah. No, there was no fear, no nothing. But what made her upset was that because she said old school Catholic... Oh. She believes <gasps> yes. if you're visiting by somebody that have died, their soul is like in limbo. And they need she's prayer, in purgatory or, or something. Purgatory or something, yeah. and that they need prayer. And I was like, "There's no way Auntie Marion is not in heaven. There's no fucking way." Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. She just got a day pass. It's fine. You know that she. <laughs> she got permission to come back. That was like ingrained in my mom yeah. so bad, and I just said that to her because I don't even believe in heaven in the Catholic sense. Right. But I'm telling that for the sake of my mom. Right. You know, and I was like, "There's no." But Marion absolutely way. did, and that's absolutely where yeah, she is. There is yeah. No way that Marion is in purgatory or hell or any place like that. She's right. totally in heaven. You know, and she's like, but it says, you know, and it's so ingrained in her. And I don't even know if she believes that, but that's a fear. Sure. You know, but that was, and nothing's ever happened again. In fact, I've asked her, I said, have you ever seen Auntie Marion again after that? Oh, no, uh-uh. You know. I think she was just letting my mom know that everything was okay. And I think because she she knew that it upset your, that it upset your mom because... She thought it meant that that she was in purgatory. That's why she didn't come back because yeah. because she didn't want to upset her again. Yeah. I'm totally I I'm, I'm down with that. Yeah, yeah, I think she was just letting her know that she was there and it's okay because you know my mom had a lot of guilt about you know oh she didn't go see her enough and oh she didn't do enough even though she did so much. But she also your and mom came end, from such a big family she couldn't yeah. do enough for everyone. But at I mean the that's end, just a fact. I know that. My mom was resentful mm. because my her daughter lives in Los Angeles, or lived in Los Angeles. Right. She lives in Montana now. At the time, she lived in L.A., and she really wasn't up a whole hell of a lot. And basically, that cousin just made my mom do and take care of everything. Oh, and right. my mom was really resentful over having to do that. And she was like, "I did this for my other sister." Right. She has two daughters, and it's like, you're, you know, and her son lives 90 minutes away, and I'm having to do all this shit. Blah, right. And she was understandably pissed off because they totally took advantage of my mom. Right. But she doesn't want her sister to think that she was yeah, mad that she had to do no, stuff. No, and she yeah. was never mad at Marion. It was just at the cousins because right. she was saddled with all this shit. Because they and should I know be doing she something. she had guilt. Right. 
and maybe it was Marion reassuring her everything is okay. Sure. But anyway, I believe that both those things were real. Totally. Because it's coming from my mom. You and know. there's no way in hell she would come up with something Mm-mm. like that. Mm-mm. Like the the thing in bed potentially could have been a dream, but the walking and she mentioned walking that. down the hall like towards the kitchen or whatever and glancing into that room, and Marion sitting in a chair. Yeah, no, that no was fucking totally. way. Yeah, that totally happened. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. I'm jealous. (laughs) So yeah, my ghost stories. Happy Halloween. Yay, happy Halloween, everybody. (laughs) Thanks for listening. If you enjoy our show, please take a moment to rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. If you send us a screenshot of your review, we'll send you a Bitchin' Boutique sticker. Everyone Everyone loves loves stickers! Please subscribe or add us to your favorites wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribers get new episodes first and are also more attractive. Drop us a line anytime at pitneyandamelia at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you! Tla zol te o the fierce bitch, the Aztec goddess of filth, whose name is derived from the Nahuatl world. Pfft, back.